You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. You ever like to go shopping in Nordstrom? I do. I think it's a pretty good store. It's out of the Pacific Northwest. It's been here. It started here. Its corporate headquarters are here. And now it is leaving one of the biggest office spaces it has in downtown Seattle. Let's find out what's going on with Nordstrom and why they are exiting downtown Seattle, one of their big office towers. What do you think's going on? Because it could it be COVID related? Because it be that they got shut down? We're going to find out before we do. Thanks for being here. My name's Sean Reynolds, if you're new. And I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news that you want to hear. Let's get into it. This is from Q13 Fox, Nordstrom to move out of 7th Avenue Office Tower in downtown Seattle. 7th Avenue. That's, that's not a bad part of town. That's a decent part of town. Anywhere can be a bad part of town because they just set up tents on the sidewalk. But that particular part, eh, it, it's okay. 7th and Olive, I mean, it's all right. Following a tough year for local and national businesses, many have faced the brutal impacts of the coronavirus pandemic, including Seattle-based retailer Nordstrom. Who doesn't, who doesn't like to shop at Nordstrom? The company has decided to leave its offices on 7th Avenue and Olive Way in downtown Seattle, where it occupies a large portion of the 24-story tower. This is not, not uncommon. This has not been unique. I mean, as these leases come up, I think so many big companies are like, you know what, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to reduce our footprint here. We're going to make our carbon footprint even smaller, and we're going to give up this office space. We, 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 we're rethinking, we're reimagining. We no longer need this. We want to provide our employees more flexibility. And the reason I'm reading this article is because I think Nordstrom's response and the way that they couch the fact that, you know what, we had a tough year. And we don't need the office space anymore. And we want to save some rent. That's bottom line here, right? People are like looking around going, well, you know, we've worked out the better part of a year. And a lot of the a lot of our folks worked from home, we can save a bundle, we can save a crap ton on rent. If we get rid of this big office tower. Let's see how Nordstrom couches that COVID-19 is a quote from Nordstrom, their spokesperson. COVID-19 has prompted us to rethink. We're already rethinking in the first sentence here. Amazing. COVID-19 has prompted us to rethink how we work and pushed us out of necessity to learn how to effectively, I threw that part in, to learn how to effectively manage a remote corporate workforce while still meeting the needs of our customers and maintaining our corporate culture. That is a tough sell. It's a tough sell. It's you're trying to balance all of these moving parts. Do you keep a big office space? You want to have that synergy of of energy, people just the whole collaborative, you know, workforce thing. All those creative people, people that are actually really creative that can draw and do marketing and cool stuff like that. That is not in my skill set at all. That's not in my wheelhouse at all. I just abuse the microphone here. Um Moving on, as we think about returning to our corporate offices later this year, we find ourselves with the rare opportunity to reimagine. We are, we've already rethought and reimagined in the first paragraph. I love this article. We find ourselves with the rare opportunity to reimagine how these teams will work and collaborate in the future. And we're not going to say it, but save ourselves a crap ton in rent because we've figured out 
it's not all that necessary. And we're just going to move on down. We're going to take all these people and they're only coming into the office two days a week. We can give them a, you know, a little office over there in the corner. They don't need that office full time anymore. We can share it with a couple of other people. I think a lot of that is going on right now. Two days a week in the office is what I think a lot of people will start off with. And then three days from home, because you really I mean, you're sitting there working on a computer anyway, like Nordstrom folks are, it's not like they're dealing with the public. In this capacity, these are their corporate offices, they're talking about their corporate corporate culture, you can get a lot done just couple of days a week, you have all your meetings, then you bang all that out, send everybody home, save the company a lot of rent, a lot of overhead. Because retail has thin margins, not necessarily Nordstrom, because their clothes are pretty expensive, got to admit, can't lie, they have expensive clothes. But I like them, because um, I think they're good clothes. And I can walk into a Nordstrom, and I know the experience I'm going to get. And um you know, just buy some stuff, walk out and like, all right, I didn't have to think a lot there. I didn't have to wonder, will this fit? Because they've got a bunch of lines where I can walk in and okay, XL, whatever it is, I'm out the door. Good to go. While health and safety are at the forefront of our planning, we're also considering the personal preferences of our employees and the needs of our business. Plus, we're saving a crap ton of rent. We're not going to tell you that, but that's what we're doing. We're going to couch it with the personal preferences of our employees. We want to know what our employees want to do. We're listening to that. We're getting rid of this office space over here that costs a lot, but, <laughs> and we're also focusing on the needs of our business. While we will not be a fully remote headquarters, it's clear remote work can and should continue to play a part in how we operate because it'll save us a lot of money. <laughs> we need to evolve our physical workspaces to allow for this new dynamic. And that includes ensuring we have the right mix of office space to meet our needs. And right now, and I'm making this part up, by the way. And right now, we have more office space than we need. We are spending more money in rent. Our lease has come due. And we're not going to re-opt up that lease. We're moving out. We're consolidating. And I know it's a lot of space, but just don't need it anymore. We've kind of figured it out. How many companies are going through this exact same thing right now? Right now, because it's been a year and maybe they've got leases coming up. And they're like, you know what, we kind of proved we don't have to have space for all those people. Look at these, Bob, look at these numbers. If we got rid of all these numbers over here on our spreadsheet, man, the bottom line, so much better, so much prettier. I can reimagine and I can rethink that bottom line right there. That's a good one. The other one where we pay all that overhead, not as good. All right. But we're going to, you know, the press release we're going to make, we're going to make people think that, geez, you guys are oh, such a good company. You're thinking about everybody but yourself. As part of that evolution, and this is talking about the right mix of office space to meet our needs. As part of that evolution, we've made the decision not to extend the lease on our office space at 1700 7th Avenue. There it is, right? Instead, we'll focus on leveraging our other 700,000 square feet of office space at our two corporate office buildings in the downtown Seattle retail core. In other words, we no longer need that space. It's a lot of money. We're moving on. We are going through our evolutionary process post-COVID. And 
and I say that this is happening to a lot of companies, and you just know it is. And in downtown Bellevue right now, um, I think there are over 30 entire floors of high-rise office space that before the, the Rona hit, there weren't any. Now there are 30, three, zero entire floors in downtown Bellevue. That's what I've heard from a commercial real estate broker. Because a lot of big companies are they're getting rid of space. They no longer need it. They've figured out, okay, it's cheaper when we don't have all these people commuting to downtown and spending a little bit of time there. Plus, they don't really even like coming to the office. But we need to have the option for them to work kind of in the office a little bit. And that's what Nordstrom is saying here. They are leveraging, love that word, and it makes it sound like they are taking resources and they're just really, really you know, squeezing every nickel out of every dollar, right? They're leveraging their 700,000 square feet of office space at our two other corporate offices in the downtown Seattle Realtor Core. That's a lot of office space. That is. So Nordstrom's just, they're, they're getting rid of some fluff, right? Ah, but this press, this press release, I mean, it makes you think, wow, good stuff going on here. Seattle has been our home since 1901. And our commitment to the city, community and people isn't changing. We love the city of Seattle, not necessarily downtown, because we're going to let that office space go. But we love Seattle, our community, and the people there, because that's not changing. 2020 was a challenging year for cities across the country, and Seattle was no exception. Through investments of our own and partnerships with organizations like the Downtown Seattle Association, we're committed to helping Seattle recover from the impacts of the pandemic, and we remain optimistic about the future of the city. I think a lot of people do. So this this getting rid of this office space, it's not like, oh, we couldn't take the protests. We couldn't, you know, they banged up our windows on the first floor. I'm sure they did. I'm sure there's a new story out there where, you know, Nordstrom got whacked. But Nordstrom's also got private security. So don't mess with those guys. They got money. Nordstrom family has money. So don't mess with them. You know, they'll, they'll slyly come after you. They'll slyly come after you. I have no idea. In May of 2020, Nordstrom said it planned to permanently close 16 of its 116 full-line stores as it adjusts to the retail environment during the coronavirus outbreak, meaning so many of those places were just flat shut down. All right, all you retail, remember that first shutdown? Retail, 100% not open. Everything was online. And so a store like Nordstrom, you know, they're, they're, they're online does well. Um, but it's the whole experience of Nordstrom. You walk into a nice store, it's got good lighting, their people, their employees are always nicely dressed in Nordstrom attire, of course. Um, and it's just that whole shopping experience. I don't know, am I trying to sell Nordstrom here? No, not really. But I do enjoy shopping there. And, um, you know, it's just not a lot. I'm not like once a week in there, like, maybe once a quarter, if that when they're open. How about that? Do I ever buy online from Nordstrom? No, I just like to go. I like to go into the store. I want that, that, and that. Let me try it on for half a second. If it, if it, if it's close to fitting, out the door. Because I just don't want to spend a ton of time, you know, working my way through that. I'm not a four or five hour shopper guy. I'm like an hour tops, and then I got to go do something else. CEO Eric Nordstrom said at the time that COVID nineteen was causing the Seattle based company to speed up digital services. An implementation of things like curbside pickup and returns. I think those are skill sets that have come out of the coronavirus that have been necessary for retail. It's like you probably should have had more of this before, but 
why when your store is always going to be open, right? Why would we need these curbside pickups and returns? Why, when would that ever come into play? Rona 2020. Featuring the Rona, right? Prior to the pandemic, the retailer had been shuttering underperforming stores at the rate of two a year as it struggled against competition from online retailers and discount brick and mortar stores, as well as the decreasing popularity of malls. That has been an enormous storyline, right? The retail mall, it's just in a lot of cities, it is dying. There's one down in Portland that is so decimated, they've lost all seven of their flagship stores. There's just a handful of stores left. And apparently, it's just a ghost town. When I get down to Portland next, um, I want to visit that mall. There's been multiple like national articles written on it, just like what a ghost town in Portland. Can you believe it? Well, in Portland? Yeah, I can't. But Nordstrom here in downtown Bellevue and Nordstrom in Seattle, they're still going pretty strong. That's not a company that is like, okay, yep, we're going to fold up shop. We couldn't make it through the Rona. They've got deep pockets. They're doing their thing. They can get through it. Will they change? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these retailers are. They've pushed so hard for the online because guess what? Online doesn't require the same overhead, does it? I mean, you've got some of the infrastructure to get your product up and going, but then you don't need space put it out on the rack, do you? Not there. So big push there, the corporate offices, a lot of this stuff, downtown Seattle, never mind all of the other nonsense, the crime, the homelessness, the opioid addiction, the shootings, the violence, the rioting at times, never mind all that stuff. Businesses just don't really need the space they once used to with this whole work from home thing. So that's what I think you're going to see a ton more of. And um, yeah, businesses like Nordstrom are not, they are not immune from looking at the bottom line and going, we don't really need this. It's time for us to move on. We've already still got all this space. Let's use that. Let's figure out what we can do with this savings and rent and move on. And when that happens, I will let you know right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Oh, I know this one wasn't about Antifa. I know it wasn't about Portland. I know it wasn't about um, ridiculousness in Seattle. Just a company downsizing. But this is a lot of what is going on right now as companies figure out, okay, percentage of the population is going to have the vaccine. We've been told that we can kind of crank back up our downtown offices a little bit more. We're going to have the ability to have more and more people there. What is our game plan moving forward? That's a lot of what is going on right now is big companies wondering, okay, so do we keep the space? Do we give it up? Do we go with this full time? How do we work this out? That's the storyline that is happening as we speak, because I kind of think, and now we're, the, we're at the beginning of quarter one, 2021. And I've been saying all along towards the middle and end of quarter two of 2021, call it May, July, May, June, July, somewhere in there. I think you're going to have a lot of transition. And I think a lot of companies are going to be like, we know that we told you that you could work from home forever. But that forever has been limited to we need you back in the office two, three days a week now. I think that's when that happens is sometime this summer, the summer of 2021. That's got to be a better summer than 2020, right? I mean, 
2020, the summer of 2020 was just like, oh, 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 just a lot of that. Because they're just, you couldn't go do the same things that you're used to. And all the same, all the events for me, it's going to Dave Matthews Band at the Gorge, go to all these concerts, going outside, hanging out with friends and family. If you hung out with friends and family last summer, you were a damn sinner. You had sinned. You had gone against your state uh, political leader's wishes. You just, you, you weren't doing the right thing. And people might tattle on you. They might tell on you. Because you may or may not have spread the Rona. We don't know. So summer of 2021, it's got to be better than 2020, right? So we'll be able to do some of this stuff. But a lot of these businesses, you're going to kind of see, okay, yep, let's come back on in. We need to get that we need to get that corporate energy going. In other words, we want your rear end in that seat right over there so we can see you and we can kind of get, get back to a little bit of semblance beyond the dreaded Zoom conference. Zoom, zoom, zoom. All right, that's it for me on this one. Um, I'll catch up with you guys in the next one. See you then. Stay safe. See you soon. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.